0: Well, my friends, just once again, what a warm Merry Christmas. Um, Today, this Christmas morning, uh, we hear the story of the shepherds, which is really the sequel to what we read last night at Midnight Mass, where these poor shepherds are just in the field, and boom, an army of angels appears and starts singing glory to God in the highest and announcing to them this message. They were just really minding their own business, and God appears to them. And there's something about the shepherds that's so cool. There's something about shepherds that's so um, fitting for the Christmas message. I'm actually a little disappointed. Our nativity set, which is over here on the side, um, doesn't have shepherds. And when I saw, I'm like, where, where are the shepherds? Apparently, I got to buy shepherds before next year. Okay, because we don't have shepherds over there. But the shepherds are part of the Christmas story. They're, they're kind of a big part of the Christmas story. Because when God himself entered into creation, who were the first people that were told? The shepherds. The ordinary people. Shepherds are ordinary. That was um, pretty much uh, the lowest class, normal work you could get. uh, Just being a shepherd. And in fact, because the shepherds were so often with the flocks and everything outside the city... Um, they weren't really part of the social life either, they were, they were a bit of uh, outsiders because of how often they were away from what's going on uh, in the city and among the people. And it's to these that God makes his message known. And they come and they are the first to worship the child, which is just so incredible. Shepherds don't count themselves too high. They, they don't, you know, yeah, man, we are the shepherds. No, no, I'm just, I'm a poor shepherd. Okay, well, go worship the child. Go, go see this great thing that's happened. We hear that the shepherds go in haste. You know, Luke is all about this. It happened, we heard this last Sunday, Mary went in haste to her cousin Elizabeth. Now the shepherds go in haste. There's something about when God appears to us, when God makes his will known to us, we got to, do something about it, and we got to do it quickly, right? We got to go quick. There's no time to waste. God himself entered into cre- creation. There's no time to waste. It's not a matter of, oh, yeah, when I get, a- when I get around to it, you know, and when I get, we'll get there, no. We got to go. We got to go in haste. We got to go now. Something big is, I remember, look, It's a Christmas memory for me, right? As soon as you wake up on Christmas morning, what do you want to do if you're a kid? You want to open presents. It's like, and it can't come soon enough. We weren't allowed to open presents until whenever my mother and father decided to get up. And that seemed like an eternity some Christmases, right? But that's like, there's a haste. There's something I want to do. All the more so with adoring the child Jesus. All the more so. We should go in haste. This is the greatest gift we could possibly receive. The greatest gift we could possibly receive. The child born for us. And, something that's so beautiful we hear from St. Paul's letter to Titus, there is nothing we could do to deserve this. This is a totally undeserved gift. Not, Not because of any righteous deeds that we had done, but because of his mercy. Because of the mercy of God, we couldn't earn Christmas. We didn't, it's not because we were good this year that we got Christmas, no. Not because of any righteous deeds that we did. We didn't earn this Christmas. It is God's free gift to us. God's free gift of his mercy and his love. And so we rejoice in the love of God poured out. Just a final point. Uh, I think it's so beautiful. The reality that God becomes a little baby for our salvation. God becomes a little baby for our salvation. You can't be afraid of a baby, right? I'm afraid of breaking babies. When, you know, A number of friends of mine have had babies this year. And they're like, oh, hold the baby. And I'm like... Well, okay, but I got to sit down, got to be in the right... You know, I'm afraid of breaking babies. I drop things. I drop a lot of things all the time. And so I I only started, you know, holding friends' babies like a year ago. um, And it was a slow process, right? But you can't be afraid of a baby. Babies are beautiful. They're lovable. They just attract love. And it's incredible, no matter how self-important we think ourselves... Around babies, it's like, hey, you know, what's going on? Hello, you know. We all get that. No matter how important we think we are, we humble ourselves around babies by being joyful. I'm not going to be stingy today. Little baby, hi, how's it going? You know, Um, we need that attitude with God. We need that attitude. If we have been stingy in our relationship with God, God becomes a baby for our salvation so we'll humble ourselves so we can rejoice in this. It's not just about counting up what I've done this year. It's not about I'm so good or I'm so bad. or No! God loves me enough he becomes a baby for my salvation. And I can't be stern in my relationship to God. I can't be self-important in my relationship to God. Now my relationship to God is where we just throw it all into the wind. I love the baby Jesus. I love the baby Jesus, and I don't need to put on a face and do an act. No, just that joy that bubbles up in the love of the child Christ born for us this Christmas. God becomes a baby so that if we have been putting on faces in our relationship with him, if we have been thinking that we earn his love, if we've been thinking in any way um, that God is angry at us because of whatever we may have done in our lives. Well, God for us today shatters all of that in the infant Christ born for our salvation. God becomes a baby for us. My friends, this is what we hasten to celebrate at Christmas. This is why there's the rush. The shepherds then, getting all of this, return glorifying and praising God. Christmas doesn't end when we walk out the doors of this church. No, we need to then return home wherever we're going, wherever we go today. We should be glorifying and praising God the whole way there, the whole time we're there, and then wherever we go after that. Glorifying and praising God today. Christ is born for us. Today, Jesus is born for us. And so we thank our Lord and God for this great mercy, the great love that he pours out on us this Christmas day. Today, a Savior is born for us, Christ the Lord.